Ladies and gentlemen, we have been working all day and now it's after work. I'm Joe. Welcome back to That Nintendo Show, your weekly Nintendo news show here on Twitch.tv slash Joe After Work. Goes up over on YouTube.com slash Joe After Work on Saturdays in a full video, full episode over there. You can also catch it in audio format on Saturdays as well uh, on SoundCloud and iTunes. And if there's any other podcast preferences that I can try to get them on, please let me know uh, either on Twitter, in the Discord, over on YouTube in the comment section below as well. I pay attention to all that stuff. So uh, if there's if there's some other popular podcast formats that I don't know about, definitely give me a heads up. And today, this week, we've kind of got a light news week for the most part, which is nice because it's allowed me to take time to actually play some games, catch up, beat, uh, beat, beat, play and beat. Uh, Metroid Samus Returns. Uh, if you guys were here during the seven-hour live stream that we did on Monday, that was a feat and a half. I think I stayed up until about two o'clock in the morning getting through to the end of the game. We had like, I, I basically played through the second half of the game uh, in about seven hours. I think our overall time was close to nine hours to beat that game. I think it was like 8.53, 8.59 or something, some, something close to nine hours. So, uh, yeah, that, that was, that was fun. Um, man, before we go down the pipeline, guys, what is up? I like to catch you, catch up with you guys in the chat after every topic that we talk about. And, uh, L1 watching some Lego Ninjagos with, uh, with his kids and their cousins. Hope he's having a good time. Cool cat up in the chat. Caroline, Perfect Sand, Twin World, Fornitis. You have been noticed. <laughs> I have noticed you. Boom. Remember, guys, um, all month of September, if you're here on Twitch, uh, they are doing what's called September, which is pretty cool. Half off, brand new subs. So if you've never subbed to my channel or any other streamer that you guys enjoy and want to show their support but uh, have not had the means because uh, the $5 might be a little bit too much in the budget, we totally understand. Um, you, They've cut that in half for all month long for new subscribers. So, hey. If there's someone out there, show them some love, show them that support. I know that they greatly appreciate it, and every bit means that they can create better quality streams for you guys down the road. Uh, this is a nine-hour stream, too? <laughs> no, this is not. This will be about an hour if we can break it down. So, guys, we're going to go down the pipeline. I don't know if the sound effect went through. I don't have my headphones on. I'm just going to see... I'm going to I'm going to assume that the sound was made and uh, rely on you guys to tell me whisper me sweet nothings and tell me that it's all OK, uh, <laughs> because first thing we've got up today in the pipeline is Nintendo New York. Uh, this was yesterday, actually, uh, Thursday, as of this recording, uh, they made an announcement on Twitter that, hey, if you get to our store at 4 p.m., the first 150 people will get wristbands for our midnight launch of the Super Nintendo Classic, which is great. What's not great is I probably won't be able to, to go there and actually uh, get get one launch night, which is cool. That is fine. You guys know I have my pre-order. I was able to uh, get a few for other friends as well, which is great. I, I would go there probably for the experience, but and see if I can get one more for another buddy of mine. So I have one more that texted me this morning. was like, hey, were you able to get one? Can you get me one? So I'm like, all right, if I can try to get you one, I absolutely will. Um, 
I get out of work at 5 o'clock, so the odds of me getting wristband for launch night is probably not going to happen. But hey, there's going to be plenty more people out there that are going to be able to get one of these in their hands, which is awesome. And that's just 150 for launch night. I'm sure they're going to have a plethora of them throughout the weekend at Nintendo New York, at least. I can't speak for some of the other, you know, retail stores like your Best Buys and your uh, Targets and, you know, your Walmarts and all that stuff. Stock might be a little bit different there, but here in New York City, we we are lucky enough. We are fortunate enough to have Nintendo New York, and they usually have a good stock. It's just the waiting online aspect that I really, really hate. But I like the fact that they're doing the wristband, so at least you're guaranteed one, and that you don't have to wait online at that point. Get your wristband, go home, have dinner with your friends, your family, and all that stuff, and then come back at midnight. Uh, unless you want to be there for your experience, and I understand that C&D is there right now. He's chilling. He's there for, like, the next eight days as of this live stream so he's been posting up videos every day on youtube i think he's i think it's for what i can't do math anymore we're seven days away so what is that that's 10 days yeah so this is day three for him right now <laughs> that follow hype is real right now zapdos utah thank you for the follow you made samus do a moonwalk like the space bounty hunter could thank you for the following welcome to the after work crew that follow hype yo Terry's sending in the, the troops right now. Ugh. Dinner with friends or family? I don't share food. <laughs> but uh, who's excited for SNES Classic? I it, This kind of crept up on me, man. Freaking, if you guys missed it, we did an unboxing for a bunch of Metroid Samus Returns stuff. And I have been stuck on Samus Returns. Like that, this and I just started up SteamWorld Dig yesterday because that came out the other day. Uh, so that now I'm like balancing between my time between the Switch and the 3DS again, which I guess is a good problem to have. I beat Samus Returns. I'm trying to 100% everything before I jump into Fusion Mode. Uh, oh, man, I, I'm so hyped for that Fusion Mode. For those of you who have a 3DS and uh, have not picked up Samus Returns, I can't recommend that game enough. It is, it is a really, really good remake to that game. Uh, addresses so many things, you know, due to the limitations of the original Game Boy, of course, because the game originally came out in 91. Uh, Joe is just shy of three years old? Three years old, I think I was? But anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, that game, just like, they they added so many things. They basically, they took the maps and said, okay, here's the maps to the first one, uh, to the original. We're going to just put that to the side right there. And uh, we're going to take maybe that thing from this area, that thing from that area, and this other thing from that area. And we're going to completely overhaul it and make it our own game just with the premise of Metroid 2. And that's exactly what they did. They added elements of, you know... Uh, of Super Metroid in there, of course, with all the additional power-ups that the original didn't have. Uh, the areas are much more bigger than, you know, the original. Again, from where we were, what, almost 30 years ago now, what, uh, just over 25 years ago, uh, to where uh, to where things are now, technology has changed a lot, and um, which is great. And even the combat system relies so heavily at the beginning of the game towards the... Um, towards that melee that melee counter system uh and it is it can be very grueling which i highly recommend for those of you who pick up the game and haven't started it yet get down that counter system 
it is going to be your best friend for about half of that game and then afterwards you're pretty you're pretty good like you you you'll get enough power ups to sort of you know uh be able to destroy your enemies a little bit quicker, move, maneuver faster around the area, uh, each area in the stage, and it's probably the most uh, linear of the 2D platformers, aside from uh, Fusion, for the most part. I, th- I feel like Fusion and and Return of Samus, uh, sorry, Samus Returns, were probably the more linear of the uh, Metroid series uh, 2D platformer games, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It was it, it, it is a great game, and that's why I'm gonna leave it there. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna jump back, see if uh, see what's going on in the chat here. Anybody excited for that SNES classic? I I don't know why I say SNES classic. I used to say Super NES growing up, uh, but uh, I'd never. I never, never said SNES. Whoever says SNES is the devil, alright? That is not a thing. That is not a thing. I don't know where that came from. You put that thing back, okay? You take it over there. I don't need, I don't need that SNES crap in this in this stream, alright? Alright? You hear you, you hear me right now? Oh yeah! Okay. Anyway, <laughs> what's going on in chat? Oh man, Gamer Express, what's going on, dude? Have fun with 100%. I am... I think I've got 64% covered in the game. Do I have it loaded up? I don't have it loaded up. So, it's actually pretty pretty easy. And I recommend... If you try to... Um, if you try to 100% the game before getting everything... You're not You're not going to get everything. <laughs> so, go through the game. Enjoy it get up to the final part, even beat the game, and then go back and explore, because the game really does rely on you beating the game, or getting very close to, without spoiling things, getting very close to the end of the game, before you can go back, because there are areas that are blocked off that are contingent on stuff that happens later on down the road, so just enjoy the game first. Whatever missiles you get, please get them. If you see a missile, do your best to get it. If you can't reach it, there is a reason you cannot reach it. <laughs> you're, then you're going to need power up to go back from there. Oh, man. It's cool for the novelty, but I know it will be under undershelved like the NES Mini, and scalpers will take advantage again, sadly. And I'm hoping, Terry, I am hoping... Fingers crossed, everything that Reggie Fizeme has said so far, that the amount of stock for launch of the SNES Classic is going to be that of what they had in total for the entire release of NES Minis up until where they stopped um, manufacturing them. They're actually bringing it back next summer as well, which is such an odd release date, uh, a release window for something that was already out already but i guess they're they're trying to you know hype up the super nes first and then get through that then change it back over to the nes um classic and then maybe we get an n64 classic at some point next year who who the heck knows what nintendo is thinking with this stuff right now oh my goodness whoo but uh fingers crossed fingers crossed if I can, if I can be able to find them and get them in the hands of as many people as I can, 
I will do so. I've, I've, I've got four of my friends covered right now, so now I'm on number five trying to get them covered. If I can get to Nintendo New York on time uh, next Thursday. Whew. Wish me luck, guys. Put it back right now <laughs> to my SNES comment. Can I get a shrine in the background? Wait, what? Can I get a shrine in the background for me? Phrenitis? I'm gonna I'm gonna chroma key this green screen that's behind me and just put <laughs> put a cat right there. I have no respect for people who buy things they don't want just to resell at a high price for profit and take advantage of people. You know, I get why people do it. I just find it sleazy. I uh, I a hundred and ten percent agree with you there, Terry. A hundred and ten percent. I don't buy into the scalping game. Like I just no, no, it's not cool. It's, I don't, I don't get it. Like everything that I'm buying, I'm just like, dude, just pay me whatever it is to get it to you. Like the shipping and the cost of the thing. And then that is that. <sighs> but yeah, no, I'm like with what happened with the NES mini, it was insane. I like, I don't, I know a lot of people that were upset personally on my end that were like, and sorry, those are the dogs um, that were like upset by the trying to be able to get these things and not being able to get one for them for like home use like it, it sucks so it's like all right you know what i'm not even gonna ask anybody i'm just gonna try to get whatever i can and freaking get it to my friends <laughs> oh man it's lazy folks need to stop from scalp from scalp buying from scalpers that's the other thing too if people stop buying from them, scalpers would vanish, dude. And what sucks is, at the end of the day, people will will go and get them. And sometimes they might even get scammed. What sucks even more is that they spend the amount of money that is like maybe two times or three times the price. And they, end up, might, they may not get the product, which sucks. <sighs> but moving on. We got we got some we got some little updates here and there, but you can now enable two-step verification from your for your Nintendo account, which I've pretty much done two-step verification for everything. I know it's not for everyone because it involves putting in your phone number and everything to double verify, but it is an extra security feature that Nintendo is having allowing with the Nintendo accounts, which I think is smart, especially with how popular the Switch has been so far and how they're going in hard right now into the fall season you can actually find switches right now uh anyone that says otherwise do do the research yourself if you really want to pick one up you, you're there they are out there um and especially within the community if i i know like the kind of funny community has like this whole thing where like people are like helping other people get switches if they're like in a different state and like hey i have one at my store if you want me to pick it up, let me know, blah, blah, blah. And then they're, like, helping each other out. It's it's crazy. But uh, I think that's a cool additional feature as well. Uh, up next, we got Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon details, um, which has, like, a surfing minigame in there and some other features, which is pretty dope. Uh, they, it seems like Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, they're adding, a, like, a, like, a second layer of... Uh, to give it an extra breath of life to be more like, hey, this isn't more than just this is more than just a additional 
sequel like like this isn't this isn't just a sequel this isn't just like a parallel timeline or alternate timeline however they're um describing this game to be because there's a lot of rumors going on right now about where how, how exactly this game takes place while pokemon sun and moon um has, is already in existence as well but uh they're adding all these little little awesome things and adding new areas and adding all these other things which is pretty dope um pokemon company has shared its latest update on pokemon ultra sun and ultra moon with new info such as mantine surfing and more that awaits in the alola region uh <laughs> the island challenge is a ritual passed down in the alola region its intention is to help children grow into full-fledged excuse me pokemon trainers to complete the island challenge you must face the trials so just like in the original sun and moon uh some but i believe there's going to be new trial challenges as well some trials in pokemon ultra sun and ultra moon seem to play out in different ways than they did in pokemon sun and moon which is pretty cool that they're at least changing it up to not be the exact thing the other thing with like these sequel games were they were pretty much the same thing going forward um or continued the story but still had the same premise of like you know hey you're still getting your eight badges and yada yada, yada. at least they're putting some thought into it and changing up something so that way it's not exactly the same game for all intents and purposes that you would be getting the following year um i think this is awesome that mina is actually getting giving you like a trial challenge too because i if i remember correctly i think she gave us like her uh her stone thing or whatever it was on a bridge and that was it and she was like the most potted pokemon trainer out of all of them uh there's even a new trial with mina one of the captains who serves as guide for these as guides for these trials which is pretty cool and there you go there's how there's lily the other thing with lily is uh her outfit's different she's wearing the outfit of like what at the end of the end of spoilers at the end of pokemon sun and moon where she's going to kanto the kanto region from pokemon red and blue which that would be awesome if we visit that um which seems like and she was holding a pokeball in like the promo um uh thing yep there we go there it is let's see if i can zoom in on this for you guys so like she was like anti poke trainer like pokemon trainer uh using the pokeballs and battling with pokemon and everything and then towards the end you know she started to understand a little bit more of like you know it's not just command 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 your pokemon but like there is heart to everything that you're doing so i wonder if you'll actually battle against lily at some point um <laughs> <laughs> I forget homie's name, but uh, Emo Kid is is back, and he still looks the same. Hal looks like he's got a little bit more edge to him, but I feel like Hal is still going to be Hal, no matter how you look at it. And then you've got your your more darker-looking uh, Pokemon trainers that you pick, either your boy or girl, and then you go from there. they got their black hair. They're all, like, shadowed out. It's a little ominous, but still interesting. And uh, I'm going to jump back in the chat, see what you guys think about all this. Uh, anyone planning on picking up Pokemon Sun and Ultra Moon? Um... Draco, what's going on? We live up in this. 
If companies have better supply, oh, going back to the SNES classic. If companies have better supply of the items, the demand would be wouldn't be high to create the need for scalpers as well. It's a catch twenty two. You know, it's like um, Nintendo's known for artificial scarcity as well. They they've always controlled their inventory. I think with Switch, it actually was a little bit different, just a little bit, uh, but. I, I, because there were many actual legitimate manufacturing issues with um, because the manufacturer that they, they use for um, certain things with the switch was actually the same company that Apple was using at one point up until this generation of iPhone. So I can see where that mix up uh, and, you know, that stalling sort of um, hindered switch production a little bit. But now that that's all been resolved, I feel like that's going to get a little bit more back on track. With the SNES Classic and the NES Classic, I feel like those are novelty items. So those, I feel like, and they're they're based on, like, old hardware. So I can't imagine that they would just, you know, they'd probably play the safe route, especially after the Wii U, and just, like, do it limit, staggered, limited, 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 limited to get these things out little by little and gauge the interest of the fan uh, of everyone buying them my whole thing is why don't why not just put a pre-order button up and have everyone be able to pre-order one and just go from there and that would eliminate a i feel like that would eliminate a lot not all of them because you're never going to truly get rid of all the scalpers but at least a good enough chunk that everybody that wants one would get one and nintendo would then know exactly how much they need to create and get them out there because they would make gangbusters that way more so than they already are incineroar looks beast in that poster yo incineroar is the homie i don't know who i want to pick for my started this time around i'm we we picked in we picked litten team litten up in there uh for our entire pokemon sun playthrough but i'm i'm I ha I have to change it up. It's either going to be Popplio or Owlet. I have no idea yet. No idea. And I think we all caught up, but we got a couple new followers as well. So hold on. I got to give these dudes a shout out. I mentioned Zapdos. Thank you again. Lor Lauren. Omega Randy. Did, did he do an RKO out of nowhere? And Ranger Rainbow all made Samus do a moonwalk like no other space bounty hunter could. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the Afterwork group. <laughs> Woo! That follow hype is real right now. Jeez, you guys are crazy. Trying to follow. Follow me. <laughs> Y'all are insane. But uh, more awesome news. I, what's, what's a week of that Nintendo show without talking about Fire Emblem Warriors? You guys already know I am hyped for this game. It comes out in Japan next week. All right. I'm like this close to buying the Japanese version as well. Just so I can play it a month early. And then we can play the game when it comes out here in the U.S. I, I'm, the restraint is so real right now. I didn't think I was going to finish Samus Returns that quick. But I mean, oh man, we are in the thick of it, guys. We are in the thick of it. And... Just hold me back, guys. Hold me back. But anyway, Celica of Fire Emblem Shadows of Valencia uh, fame is joining the battle in Fire Emblem Warriors, which is dope. She got an awesome trailer here as well. I I am ready for this game. I'm ready for this game. Like this, the and what's crazy is they're announcing all these characters. I don't think these are all the characters yet. Oh, Lynn. Lynn. Oh my goodness. But it's awesome that we're getting Celica up in there. 
Uh, breezing through these pretty quickly. Again, b short short news week. So uh, small news week. So a lot of small small stuff. Um, Doom finally got a preview. A lot of people were getting to preview this. Um, as you guys know, during the Nintendo Direct, one of the big announcements was Bethesda not just giving us Skyrim, but giving us a Doom port and Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, which is a new game. We'll get it. We'll get it on Switch a couple months later in twenty month in twenty eighteen. I almost said twenty one eighteen. <laughs> uh, in twenty eighteen, and the game looks so okay. I'm still not entirely sold on Doom running smooth on Switch. I, despite what everyone has said so far, I've watched this specific video from GameSpot of them playing in handheld mode and then tabletop mode where they played with the Switch and then had the, had the kickstand for the Switch um, pulled out to sit on the table, hence tabletop mode. And the game looks like it... So the game's locked in at 30 frames per second. The other thing, excuse me, is the game itself looks good according to the camera again they couldn't capture like dock footage because i think nintendo wants to prove a point with these games that they are running really smooth in handheld mode and serving the purpose of hey you can take this on the go this isn't a game that is going to hiccup under 30 frames a second uh granted game first person shooters usually um now nowadays at least will run at a 60 frame per second because of uh because of you know how how how, how quick you, you, I'm terrible at terminology for SPS games, but basically you know a lot of like Twitch-based shooters, you're gonna need that fluidity, that mo that uh, ability to be able to just turn around very quickly and bam, uh, snipe a dude from halfway across the court, you know. And I know that was a very poor explanation of SPS FPSs, and you guys now know where Joe stands on FPS games. I'm terrible at them. I suck at them. I don't really play them, but I like Doom. I like Wolfenstein. I beat the first, the the you know the remake on uh, PS4 actually. Either I beat it or I know how it ends. I know how it ends for sure. I didn't play the New Order though, but uh, I'm hoping that we get um, the first Wolfenstein before new colossus comes out maybe maybe bethesda will surprise us but my problem with the 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 gameplay trailer that you guys are seeing right here and again this is over from GameSpot, so check them out sub to their youtube channel all that stuff and everything looks like it runs smooth but then I noticed that there, and again this is me being super nitpicky and maybe no one else has picked up on this Every time there's an enemy on screen, it would crossfade into what happens after the battle. I feel like that's the most important part because I feel like that's where we're going to see whether or not this game can hold the 30 frames per second or not. Because what happens in uh, right now with Knights of Azur, with Dragon Ball Xenoverse, I don't care uh, what you guys might think about the quality of that game compared to this because at the end of the day they're all running on the switch but even games like troll and i the where the the game just the frame rate just disintegrates when there's multiple enemies on screen and that is my worry right now about doom uh and wolfenstein and these games coming over to switch um i'm excited that they're coming but at the same time i 
I need to see it for myself. Like I need it in my hands and I need to actually like be there and be like, okay, this game can handle that many enemies. Cause there are points in doom. Let me tell you, it gets insane. And there was, there are enemies on top of enemies on top of enemies in the screen. I don't know if they're going to downplay it by showing, you know, maybe a couple of enemies on the screen as opposed to the massive amounts that they had. And that's how they're going to counteract being able to keep up with the frame rate. I don't know. That's just my little rant about this. And I want to check in with you guys about what's going on here. Uh, am I just overlooking this? Am I in the wrong on this? Do I, am I, am I going too far by saying, by saying I, I won't believe it until I actually have this thing in my hands. Oh, CB Nut Tree, what's going on? <laughs> LOL, you have a lot of games to beat yet. Uh, Mario Robbins, it's next on the list. That is that is one for sure. And then I think we're caught up. For the most part, we finished all our Metroid games. Mario Plus Rabbids, yeah. And I'm going to try to finish that this weekend. That's the goal. World 4, we're right there. Last world. Your distaste for FPS sounds like me with platformers, RTS, and turn-based games. <laughs> Terry's like, yo, we're complete opposites, dude. I, 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 I like my, uh, I, and it's not that I hate FPSs. I'm just terrible at them. <laughs> I suck at them. So when we do our Nintendo Spotlight for Doom, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be cringeworthy. It's going to be like that Cuphead video that everyone's going crazy about. Oh, man. 30 FPS? Ugh. No, Nintendo isn't good at making quality hardware. You're pretty much right on track. Aw, oh, that... <laughs> Let's not go that far. I wasn't talking about the hardware itself. Oh, man. Let me guess. They're porting Destiny 2 onto Switch. No, but active, uh, Bungie, one of the people at Bungie said Destiny 2 would be pretty interesting on Switch. And I'll be right back, guys. I just got to look the cat out. We'll do more shout outs and then we'll jump back into the next news topic. I'm just going to pause this video here. Hoo yeah. Destiny 2 would be crap on the Switch. You never know until they figure that, hey, someone might find a way to make it happen. You never know. But 2D side scroll is the devil. <laughs> when when you when you play more of them, you get used to it. It's like a, it's like you play one, you'll gradually see where the other where elements from other platformers come from. Unless it's Mega Man, then it's just plain. Then yeah, that is that those that series is plain evil. <laughs> oh man, but um. But before we move on, we got a couple more shots. Wow, we are getting follows like insane right now. What the heck is happening? Jam Prince, Great Bomba. I almost said Great Goomba. That would have been awesome. Extreme Geo Dude, nice. Kytronicus, uh, I hope I said that right. Thank you guys for the follows. You guys are insane. What is happening right now? I hate them. <laughs> Terry's like, no, I hate them. They are evil. No, <laughs> she's not having it. She's not having it, guys. And happy 32nd birthday to, to my to our mod, my boy, CB Nut Tree. Yo, guys, show him some love in the chat. And we're going to move on to the next one because we got to 
We're like we're like speed speed running through this new show today. Um, and just a quick fun fact: uh, I won't go too deep into this news article, but the team behind Do- Doom Switch is also porting Rocket League uh to nintendo switch so fun fact right there uh panic room i believe it, panic button i think is the dev that's working on both of those so i i that's a great oh man if these guys know how to pull the pull this off man imagine if uh they have their own game that comes out eventually and really really gets down and dirty with like the nooks and crannies of a switch to make a really awesome game on there i'd be excited for that and uh more in the rumor mill of uh well not rumor mill because it is one of uh someone from square enix uh, i think it might have been tabata himself but uh this comes by way of GameSpot nintendo switch version of final fantasy 15 under investigation square enix says um square enix square enix is having frank discussions with nintendo about the potential port and we're not talking about that mobile game that was announced final fantasy 15 pocket edition uh we're talking about the legit final fantasy 15 so with Final Fantasy XV coming, coming soon to PC and Chibi Pocket version on the way to mobile devices, the only major platform that the acclaimed RPG has yet to arrive on is Nintendo Switch. However, it appears Square Enix is certainly looking to bring the game to Nintendo's console as well. Speaking of Eurogamer, Final Fantasy XV director Hajime Tabata said his team was running tests into whether a Switch port would be feasible. We're actually doing very specific technical investigations into what's possible at the moment, Tabata said. We've completed those tests and have worked out where the ground lies. We're currently in the middle of the discussion and debate about what we should be doing and how to realize that on the Switch. While Switch may not be as powerful as PS4 or Xbox One, that doesn't necessarily prelude it from receiving a port of Final Fantasy XV. One thing we have we value is to optimize the way the game plays and the experience for the individual hardware it's on rather than a one-size-fits-all approach, Tabata said. We can't currently announce anything. We haven't come to a full decision on the best way to do it. We're, we're having very open, frank discussions with Nintendo at the moment about what they think is the best thing to do. So, aside from Bethesda actually bringing out ports like it's nobody's business, uh, Square Enix realizing, hey, Switch is this Switch seems to be a very opportunistic and <laughs> lucrative uh, oper- uh, moment for developers to make money off of. And I like the fact that Square is still thinking outside of the box, trying to get some of these games over to the Switch would be really cool. Um, granted, I'm sure a lot of people have played Final Fantasy XV at, at this point. I feel like I keep hearing this more and more on other podcasts that I listen to. And a lot of people just go and say, well, I would definitely buy on a Switch just to be able to take it on to go. And... Hey, that's your prerogative. You, if you want to do that, I also understand if you don't want to spend the additional sixty bucks to buy a game again and play it on to go, especially when you can't really do a cross save from that point on, uh, unless Square comes up with something there, like they did with Dragon Quest. Uh, what was it, Dragon Quest Eleven, where the three DS uh, save files can cross save with the PlayStation Four version of that game because there's no Switch title yet, um, which I thought was pretty cool. I'm on the minority that didn't like Final Fantasy XV. I was just bored with it. I, I, you know, I got to a certain point. The game is really cool. And I'm coming from, I loved Final Fantasy. I played everything up until 
8. I skipped 9, which I know is a travesty, and that's re-released on the PlayStation 4, so I might have to pick that up. But uh, I did play 10 and 10 2. Uh, 10 2. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, and I played 13. Sorry, I did play 13. Gosh, I did play with 13. Oh, man. And I'm playing 14. You know what? What? Never mind. I'm going to shut up. I have played a majority of the Final Fantasy games, I guess. Now that I'm thinking about it. Wow. Okay. Um, but 15, it was cool. I, I like how I like that they modernized it. I didn't finish it though. Like I, I don't know. I feel like I f fell off. Early and early on too. Like I was fighting Titan, and then that was where more I more or less stopped. I was like, okay, I'm I'm good now. I'm all right. And not not to downplay the game or anything. I just I don't know. There was just something that still didn't feel final fantasy to me anymore at that point and i know there are a lot of people out there that love that game um maybe maybe it was just the wrong time for me to play it maybe i just wasn't in that right frame of mind to play that game um maybe if it does come out on the switch maybe i'll be one of those people to be like okay yeah i'll pick it up i'll play it on the switch because now i'm able to take it on the go that's the main reason i grew up handheld gaming the game boy game boy pocket color advance ds 3ds like this was uh my main way of playing video games um you know i had we had super nintendo growing up we had nes growing up but like i would always get lost in the game boy and you know that oh man i can talk about hours about that but before we move on to the next subject i'm just gonna get that going up and jump in with you guys can you smell what the dead eye is cooking yo dead eye what's going on dude dragon for nines that's a bad move period <laughs> i give them a blessing cb oh my goodness oh the happy birthday love for cb nice once joe wishes me a happy birthday oh there we go my life is complete as is my day i got a bearded dragon what like a legit bearded dragon it's a beautiful game, but it didn't grab me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, and I'm trying to figure out what it is because I always like to know what it is that didn't grab me about it. Like, ah, oh, was it this thing right here that I just kind of fell off? I no idea. Like, it was an awesome boss battle, that Titan battle, but then I didn't feel like it was a Final Fantasy battle at the same time. Maybe that's what it was. I I don't know. Felt like the backseat Backstreet Boy reunion <laughs> where they were stuck in a driving sim that was always a rock collecting. Uh, collecting sim with a touch of bass pro yo oh my goodness i only liked it since it was my first one did you beat it that i all right we're gonna knock out these next quick ones because i got to go and record a show with guru and uh and nintendo talk in a in 30 minutes and then we'll jump back on stream here at around 10 30 uh, Eastern time, so that'll be an hour and a half from when I end the stream. But, uh, we'll rush through this last bit, and then we'll get out of the pipeline. And, uh, this is a pretty cool one. Um, everyone forgets... Not everyone forgets, but I don't think people remember, because it's only been out for six, seven months. But the Switch Joy-Cons have this, um, IR camera sensor. It actually indicates objects and everything, object sizes and whatnot, with the with the right Joy-Con stick, um, which is pretty cool. And Capcom is taking advantage of that with both Revelations One and Two. 
Switch versions, so if you do end up using the Joy-Cons uh, through your playthrough, you can actually reload them. Reloading! You actually reload the, the, the switch, the, your guns like that, or you can pull out a knife and swing around with the knife on there. Uh, kind of similar to... what was it? Resident Evil 4, I feel like, did something similar. I know you swung with the, with the right hand to knife somebody. And then, which is cool, you just you just knife somebody with the Wii Uh and I think I thought you can reload the same way with um, with the Wii Mote. So that's kind of cool that they are throwing back to you know their experience with products on the Wii, which is cool. Um, move the Joy-Con IR motion sensor closer to your hand. Um, oh, nice. Okay, so that's how you end up using the knife, which is dope. So that's pretty cool. That's a nice little tidbit. Again, small news week. Small news week. Let's get out of the pipeline, guys. I gotta make sure I hear this. There we go. We're out of the pipeline, guys. And here we go! To the eShop drop, guys. Let's figure out, let's find out what we can pick up this week on the Nintendo eShop. Every Thursday, it updates. You can buy games on 3DS, your Switch, sometimes your Wii U, because games still come out on that. And... Every Thursday, we normally go through the Nintendo eShop. We uh, play a few games. We pick up a few games from there. And I do a show called Nintendo Spotlight, where we showcase some of these games for about 30, 30 minutes or so. And, you know, we, we give that spotlight to the dev that has worked very, very hard. Sometimes there's one or two people making those games um, to as many as, you know, a, a small team of maybe 20 to 50 people um, that are working together really hard on awesome games. And we play them for a bit and ultimately decide whether or not it is worth the asking price. So you can check those out on Thursdays and they go up on YouTube in episodic breakouts. I believe tomorrow, uh, Saturday, we have Double Dragon 4 going up from last week. You can see the bridge today. We did that one. And uh, we had a couple of good ones this week as well. But... Guys, let's let's burn through these real quick, and then we will do our first of three giveaways for the game, for probably the big game that has come out this week, which is SteamWorld Dig Two from Image and Form, uh, Form and Image, Image and Form. Oh my goodness, Image and Form <laughs> Games. I'm sorry, that is terrible. That was terrible of me. But you can pick it up for 19.99 on the Nintendo Switch. And um, this is a game that will eventually come out, uh, or has come out on other consoles. Um, no, actually, you know what? I think this was first to Switch, and then it's coming out to consoles at a later date. But you can pick it up on Steam as well, which I have a few Steam codes. I'm going to be giving them out throughout the week. Thank you, Image Inform, again for those for those additional Steam codes. So we'll give the first one out after the eShop drop, before we end the show. And... Uh, adventure awaits below the surface. SteamWorld Dig 2 takes you on a platform mining adventure forged in Metroidvania flames. When an old tra trading town is struck by mysterious earthquakes, it's up to a lone Steambot and her unlikely companion to uncover what trembling terrors lie beneath. So, to kind of give you the Cliff Notes version of how the gameplay works in this game, um, it is 
a little it is a little bit of the metroidvania in terms of the exploration vi- revisiting older areas um with new power-ups that you get throughout the game the game does have a very linear story however um you will find yourself having trouble if you just jump in to the next destination after destination um because the game does rely on you exploring around getting the minerals um to you know sell to trade and then upgrade your equipment as you go forward your inventory to be able to carry more um more items that you find throughout the um the areas that you're mining you're digging um it's a little bit of dig dug as well because you're just straight up legitimately you are digging through mines and opening new paths and those paths will stay open and it'll actually show you on your map what you have digged out um to the points of like checkpoints and caves that you've gone in to do different puzzles um there are cogs that you get to then upgrade the items that you have received throughout the game so far or that you have purchased from your hub world as well which is really really dope and it's 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 been a really fun game so far it takes place after steam world dig 2 so uh rusty who was uh in the first one um is missing and his uh, partner, which I believe she was in the first one, and I her name escapes me. I've been playing for the game for a couple of hours, and I've forgotten her name already. <laughs> uh, that's bad, but uh, I, I've been having a blast so far. I think with me, I am torn right now because I'm still playing another uh, a Metroid game on my 3DS right now, trying 100% everything and want to replay the game a few more times at the very least. Um, and to jump into this game as well and spending as much time as I can to, uh, you know, give you guys a formal thought on it. I've spent about four hours on the game, maybe, um, exploring around, leveling up, giving, um, uh, you know, g- getting through different story areas as well. I'm not sure how long the game is, but I it um but it's got a lot to it for a twenty dollar game as well. Um, Image and Form has worked very very hard on this game, and I thank them for uh one giving me a review copy and giving me three codes to give away to you guys. So we'll do that after eShop drop and. We'll get through this real quick, guys. Also, you can pick up Soldom Drop Connect Erase for twenty nine ninety nine on the Nintendo Switch and. Here we go. Connect and erase. The game has been refreshed with updated graphics and gameplay, but retains its arcade charm with its catchy music and unique style that have been fan favorites for many years. Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 for $49.99 on a Nintendo Switch. Uh, We did a Nintendo Spotlight on this a couple weeks back because it did come out on the uh, Japanese eShop, but it is the Dragon Ball Xenoverse that you know from PlayStation 4 and Xbox One if you have those. And um, what's really cool is you create your own character, you put them in that world, they have different races, so like you could be a Namekian, you could be a Saiyan, you could be a human, you could be a Boo, uh, which is awesome, (laughs) and you go back in time as like a time patrol trooper, and you go through certain events throughout the DBZ timeline and correct them because there's another team that's corrupting these timelines and making things happen that shouldn't be happening in the in the actual dbz timeline lego ninjago movie video game for 59.99 uh this is got to be like the fourth or fifth lego game full-size lego game coming to the switch which is awesome uh another game 
ported over to dis- well sorry uh that ninjago game wasn't ported over to ge- the movie came out today so <laughs> that was in tandem with the movie but pokemon tournament dx 59.99 on nintendo switch um comes unlocked with all the characters from the original Pokemon tournament on the Wii U. Um, I did pick this up. I want to do a Nintendo Spotlight on it. I want to get my butt whooped. It's more Pokemon. Uh, they added a couple more Pokemon characters in there and a couple more new supports. Uh, Abdallah Smash, I'll shout him out. He's got like tutorials up if you guys really want to get seriously competitive in the Pokemon tournament scene and learn those combos, learn those characters, weaknesses, and whatnot. Um, Check him out, Abdallah Smash 026, I believe is the full YouTube panel. If you just type in Abdallah Smash, you'll find him. And then, of course, we got Pokemon Gold and Silver digitally on the 3DS uh, for $9.99 each. I have them there. And what's cool is they come with themes as well, so you can get code um, theme codes to put on your 3DS. I still have my Samus Returns uh, theme on there. I'm not changing that for a while. But... Gold and Silver, another very special generation for me growing up. Um, I had to get them. I had to show that support. It was sort of like seeing that happen just put a smile on my face. And it puts, I was like, I got chills right now talking about it now. But I want to go back. I want to play those. Like, oh, And it's like, that's the problem. It's like, I know I'm going to have to hold off because of all the new games that we got to play on the channel but i want to go back and play pokemon silver so bad that was the version that i bought i was the red kid and i was the silver kid like uh oh man but there you go you can pick it up 9.99 on the eShop digitally and uh before we uh we'll get out of the eShop drop so long gay bowser and I'll catch up with you guys in the chat. We'll do the giveaway for Steam World Dig. And then we'll talk about this cool little tidbit uh, for our FISA main moment of the day. Or I guess I can I can say our Iwata moment of the day, which is very weird to say. But um, CB Nutry, dude, 300 bits? You're freaking crazy. Thank you so much. You are our bit boss. But, uh, or stream boss, sorry. Sorry, Streamlabs. Our stream boss. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm passing out food coma inbound, Deadeye. I will see you on the other side. Silver and gold Nintendo DS. Store? Yes, yes. Red and... I was red and silver too. Yo, CB, this is why we get... This is why we get along. This is why we get along. This is why you're one of our mods. <laughs> oh, I knew you were awesome. You get more awesome every day. Um... Let me shout out everybody that has just followed in like the last twenty minutes. I was burning through um, the rest of the, <laughs> the rest of the show here. Uh, we got Cross Neverland, Fame Ganster, Ganga Kodos, Ken Bond, Ramen Death. You all made Samus do a moonwalk like no the space bounty hunter could. Thank you for the follow and welcome for for two D after work crew. Jeez, Jiminy Christmas. Dark Quilav, what's going on, man? Shy City, what's going on? I heard this is the guy with chick. <laughs> what? <laughs> out of control, out of control. Steam World Dig 2 has been fun to play so far. Twin World. Oh, oh, he left. No, Twin World, I love you. I'll see you later. <laughs> uh, Joe, you need to see the pick I'm putting you? Oh, my goodness, I'm scared. I'm scared, guys. What is this? I need to see now. I need to see. <gasps> Someone 3D printed. Has science gone too far? Someone 3D printed 
a Joy-Con controller, but it's a cup holder in the middle instead of like just not only connecting the two Joy-Cons together, it's hold it's also a cup holder as well. That's pretty awesome. I need one of those. I will spill everything on myself. Yo, CB, you're crazy right now. Dude, it's your birthday. Don't give me money. It's your birthday. <laughs> oh my god. Thank you for the bits again. CB, are you drunk already? Is it that time? <laughs> Early birthday celebrations? You're out of control, bro. Thank you, dude. Joe, did you know what you do you know did you know that your total follower is spelt wrong? Yo. I have it updated. I do have it updated. I swear I have it updated. <laughs> I have it. I have the updated one. Oh, tell me I did. <laughs> oh, man. Exposed. Nope, that's not even the right. No, it's on my hard drive then. All right. I freaking oh man oh well it's fine we'll fi we fix it in post when we can <laughs> hashtag exposed oh my goodness no nah, but I might be getting a bit lit on my stream tonight uh oh Joe trying to cover it up exposed cover it up cover it it never existed it never existed <laughs> we love you anyway oh I feel the love thanks guys another hundred bits from Z oh my gosh okay we gotta end this show. <laughs> cv oh my goodness but this was an awesome post i'm gonna do a youtube video on how to do this because i haven't done it on my switch yet but the way to do it is really awesome so i'll kind of word it out for you but there is a hidden golf game uh this rumor has been um has been uh since made uh true a few days ago it was announced that um there's a golf game hidden on the nintendo switch and uh, it's an NES golf game that Iwata coded. Uh, Satoru Iwata, he was the former president of Nintendo of America up until last year when he sadly passed away uh, July 11th. And what's really, really cool here is that he's forever embedded into the Switch uh, and in this game because of his past of being able to uh, code games. He worked uh, with HAL Labs for such a long time before moving into a uh, role at Nintendo in the late 90s, early 2000s, and then eventually um, becoming president of, uh, of, sorry, president of Nintendo. Um, what's really, really cool is you, s or, or really cool or uh, just messes with your head is you have to set your Nintendo Switch to July 11th, the day Satoru Iwata died, uh, passed away. And from there, once you set the date, you do, in these Nintendo Directs, Satoru Iwata would always open up and he would do Nintendo Direct and he'd do his pose. You do that with the Joy-Cons and you will hear his voice which that just messes with me even more um and and then from there uh the game unlocks and it'll be on your switch so that thing has been buried in the switch and no one has found that out uh, until now uh, which that's that's crazy and uh just to read this tweet from justin epperson um golf is embedded in the switch firmware and J japan internet is calling it an amamori or charm for from iwata he, um now, Amamori, 
I want to look up what this exactly means because I think it has a more personal touch to the to the word than just it being a word. So here we go. We're gonna to go to the wikis. First time we're going on wikis here on the show. We're doing it. Uh, but the word mamamori means protection, with mamamori be- being the songkego horrific form of the word to protect. Originally made from paper or wood, modern amulets are small items usually kept inside a brocade bag and may contain a prayer, religious inscription, or invocation. Wow. Whew. Okay, that's deep already. Amamori are available at both Shinto shrines and Buddhist temples with few exceptions and are available for sale regardless of one's religious affiliation. Um, Wow. That's crazy. They're mainly used, uh, mainly viewed as a donation to the temple or shrine. The person is, wow. Okay, I'm not going to read this anymore because I'm going to like start tearing up right now if I keep going. (sighs) But I think that is really, really cool. And that that is an awesome, like, the dude already was going, uh, lives on and Nintendo fans everywhere. But that is really cool that you have a piece of water wherever you go in the Switch. And I'm going to leave that, leave the show on that. I think that's a nice note to leave on. Um, I'm going to catch up with you guys in the chat after we close out here. But that has been that Nintendo show for September 22nd, 2017. I've been your host, Joe, after work. You can find me here on twitch.tv slash Joe after work, Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. Um, streaming normally sometime uh, around the 7.30 Eastern time marker. I'm back at that point where work is getting crazy, so my schedule here on Twitch is getting a little crazy, but I will still be streaming on weekends. Uh, it'll be a little more sporadic, but uh, at some point it will teeter out and go back to our normal stream schedule. Uh, just bear with me these next few weeks, but I will still continue to give you guys that Nintendo show on Friday nights for sure. Um... Oh, man. What else? What was I going to say? Yeah. my I, I've already screwed up this outro. Sorry. I'm, like, really touched by this. But, um, but yes. You can find me here every Friday. Twitch.tv slash show after work. That Nintendo show. Your weekly Nintendo news show where we discuss Nintendo news. We, talk, we chat it up in the stream. It's a conversational podcast. So, if there's anything that I missed out news-wise... Let me know in the comment section of the YouTube videos afterwards. Hit me up on Twitter, at JoeAfterWork. Chat with me over in the Discord. Um, I leave those links in the descriptions of the YouTube videos. I will start to leave them in the podcast descriptions as well for SoundCloud and iTunes for you guys going forward. Along with all the links to everything I talked about here today. So with that, guys, take care. Love y'all.